What is up? Welcome to the Nutrition Awareness Podcast. My name is Kate, registered dietitian and emotional eating coach. Each episode, I will bring you a motivational message or an inspiring guest to help you make informed nutrition decisions that fuel your life, not restrict it. Whether you are new to the podcast or an OG listener, thanks for spending this time with me today. Now, let's get into it. are live. Welcome back to another episode of Nutrition Awareness Podcast. I'm Dietitian Kate and I'm doing this one solo. This is a solo jam session here. And today's episode topic is, as usual, inspired by my very own clients. I love to take the struggles and questions and concerns of the people I coach one-on-one here in Central Florida and share the solutions that we come up together with you guys. So if you are struggling with some of the same issues, hopefully this will help. Now, today's topic is all about your support system. I see the most motivated individuals coming into my office. They are so gung-ho, their motivation is out the window, but there is a major roadblock from them getting to where they wanna be, to accomplishing their goals, and that is their lack of support system, or even worse, a support system that actually brings them down. This happened to one of my clients. Let's just call her for privacy's sake today, Dina. Dina was so motivated to go into her kitchen, make a huge transformation, and completely turn her health around. There was just a major issue, and that was her boyfriend. Oh, yes, gosh, he sounded like such a great boyfriend in every single way, except that he was not on board with Dina's healthy lifestyle goals. Her boyfriend was all about snack foods. He liked to go out to eat. And that was kind of part of their relationship. It was a bit of their dynamic. They loved to go on date nights. They loved to go try new cocktails. They loved to go drink together. But it was really affecting Dina's health. And unfortunately for her, she was feeling like she was getting the short end of the stick because all of this eating out and all of this snacking and all of this junk food in the house was making her gain weight. But her boyfriend was not even feeling any consequences. I mean, he was just one of those beanpole type of guys that doesn't gain a lot of weight, who just happens to be able to eat everything that he wants, and it just, nothing sticks. And and any girl who's listening to this and knows exactly what I'm talking about is rolling her eyes right now because she can think of a guy in her life that eats like a freaking garbage disposal, but doesn't seem to show any type of weight gain. It's so annoying. I just wanted to tell you if that's you and you're feeling bad, don't feel bad because who knows what damage they're doing on the inside and it might be too late by the time they get around to trying to make a healthy lifestyle change because their body never gave them any kind of motivation to make a healthier change. But I digress. So Dina had this issue. She was living with her boyfriend. He wanted to keep eating all this junk food and did not want to stop going out to eat as frequently. So we had to come up with some solutions to help her make a better support system without nagging because we know if we nag at people, especially men, and I'm no relationship expert here, but if we're nagging at men to eat healthier and, you know, not do this and do that, they're going to resent us and it's just going to make a miserable household. So I want to be clear, I'm not telling you to nag at your significant other and I'm not telling you to nag at your kids if they're the reason why you can't stick to a healthy diet. I'm telling you to have a clear conversation with that individual, which leads me to my first tip for you guys if you are trying to build a better support system with your health goals. 
Maybe you're hearing this and you are like, I am not a fan of confrontation. Don't panic. I feel you. I hate confrontation too, but don't think of it this way. Think of it as having a clear communication channel where you tell someone exactly what you're doing, why you're doing it, and why it's important, and how they can support you if they want to. So let's use Dina and her boyfriend as an example. Now, Dina has a very assertive personality, and I love it, and I respect the hell out of it because she tells it how it is. I know it's not easy for all of us. I know that I am not assertive like that, so I'm going to give you Dina's example, and then we can talk about how to tweak it to fit your own personal communication style. So what Dina did is we went through all of these changes and goals that she wanted to make in our session. And then we practiced role-playing the communication she was going to have with her boyfriend that night about her healthy changes because she knew he was going to ask her, how was your boyfriend with the nutritionist? And that would be the perfect segue for her to bring up some of these changes. So she was going to start first by telling him, what her new plans were. So her new plans were to eat out less frequently and then when she does eat out, because they were eating out like five or six times a week, when she did eat out, she was going to choose healthier, leaner options 75% of the time. And she also wanted to keep all of the junk food snacks out of her house because she really didn't want them. She just mindlessly ate them because they were there because her boyfriend expected them to be there. There are not really things she would buy. It was like sugary cereals, a bunch of little random snack foods, just junk like that. So her first step was to go home and tell him, hey, hon, you know, here's what me and the nutritionist we discussed. We decided that going out to eat is becoming a bit of an issue for me. I've noticed that we're going ever since we've gone out to eat so frequently, my pants started to fit a little tighter. I'm feeling sluggish. I'm not feeling as energized and it's affecting my productivity at work. So I've decided that I want to cut back on eating out a little bit. And when I do go out to eat, I want us to go to places that are going to have more lean options or options where I can easily manipulate the portions and serving sizes of the ingredients. She was also going to tell him that she no longer was going to buy or purchase any of those junk food items and if he wanted them in the house he would have to get them himself. Now she knew, we were laughing, we were talking about this because she knew Homeboy was not about to go to the store and make an extra trip on his own to get a bunch of groceries and treats for him, so she was pretty confident that was going to work. She did have a backup that if he did go out and buy all these junk food items that she would just ask him to keep them somewhere where she wouldn't be able to access them easily. Her second step was to have her why as armor. So when her boyfriend kind of pushed back, which she expected a little bit, because, I mean, that's kind of a bomb on his lifestyle, right? He's used to going out with his girlfriend and having all these treats in the house. Tells him things are going to change. So she had to get crystal clear on her why. And this was really important, and I do this with all clients, regardless if they need to make a change to their support system and their environment, is to get really crystal freaking clear on what she wants, okay? So I make people tell me, what are your expectations? What are your end goals? Give me an exact detail what the ultimate outcome is for you. So it was really important for her to be able to communicate this to her boyfriend so he could understand where she was coming from. So she was going to tell him whenever he kind of pushed back, she was going to be like, baby, baby, sweetie, honey. I know that you have been blessed with this amazing metabolism, but I have not. 
I have noticed that I have gained some weight and it's making me feel pretty lousy about myself. It's making me not want to go out and do fun things like we used to. And I feel like it's really affecting my productivity at work. I feel tired, I feel sluggish, and I don't feel like I'm doing as good a job as I used to. And I feel a lot of it is attributed to how I'm eating. I spoke with Kate, the dietitian, and she told me all of these different reasons how my energy could be affected from the way I'm eating. And I'm ready to try something new so I can make sure I keep maintaining my high level performance at work and I don't slip through the cracks. So this was mostly the reasons why she was going to do all these changes anyway. I'll be honest, when I worked with Dina, she was more focused on the physical and the aesthetic you know, motivators for weight loss, but she knew her boyfriend would not be so much of an understanding of this because she'd tried to tell him that in the past. She had kind of tried to encourage him to do healthy things and make changes in the past, but he was all about like, oh baby, you know, I love you for how you are and I love your weight and it doesn't matter to me. And of course that's awesome. That makes him a great boyfriend and that's all the ways a boyfriend should feel, but it didn't change the way Dina felt about herself and she knew that that wasn't going to work. But she did know that he really did care about her having a job because her finances helped pay the rent. So if she put a little bit of an edge on it saying like, hey, you know, I'm at risk for my job. I might not get this promotion, blah, blah, blah. Then he might be a little bit more on board. So she just decided to speak his language and say, hey, babe, like this is really important. If we want to keep paying the bills, I got to feel better. I got to be able to perform better at work. And my diet is really going to help fuel me. And then the third step was to invite him to join in with her, but not do it so directly that it came off nagging. Like I mentioned earlier, she didn't want to nag at him and be like, you need to do this. But she would just offer the opportunity for him to join her in on these lifestyle changes. So a way we practice for her to bring it up to her boyfriend would be to say, you know what? I know that these aren't really the same kind of health goals that you have in mind, but I would love for you to join in on making a healthy change with me to see if it even impacts how you feel. I know that you were talking about how you're not keeping up at your one-on-one basketball games anymore and you're not doing so well at the gym like you used to. So maybe eating a little bit differently might make you feel better too. If you want to try this with me, I would love your support and we can do it together by picking healthier restaurants. Kate gave me a list of good options in the area and maybe we can try a couple this weekend. So it wasn't forcing him, it was just kind of inviting him and saying like, hey, maybe this will benefit you too for total different reasons. And luckily Dina's boyfriend was on board with it. So that was a really great first starting step for her to make her new support system a bit stronger. If you're hearing this and your support system is more like your family or your group of friends and you're not living with a significant other, there are other ways to tighten your support system. I would still go with having that clear conversation with people that influence you the most. So telling them what you're doing, why you're doing it, and telling them how they can join you if they want without being pushy or forceful. Easy ways you can do this would be like Dina and to suggest new places to eat or even suggest doing activities together that don't always involve overeating or involve food rituals. For instance, if you and your group of friends or coworkers always go to the same bar to have happy hour and appetizers like fried mushrooms and jalapeno poppers, suggest new places to go and if they give you some pushback, that's when you can tell them like, hey guys, like I really want to be social with you guys, but Here's a new goal I'm doing. It's important to me for this reason, and I would love for you guys to support me. Otherwise, I'll probably just eat before we go and meet you after or something like that, right? I mean, whenever you're making a healthy change, there might be some sacrifices involved, but if people are genuinely your real friends and they really do care about your well-being, 
They should be understanding. But what if these people in your life are not as supportive as you had hoped? Well, that's when it's time to do one of two things, or you could do both of these two things. The first one being spend more time with health-minded people who do support you. Is there somebody in your life right now who is living the type of healthy lifestyle you want to live yourself? Are they active? Are they good at balancing work with play, with activity? Do they bring healthy meals to lunch? Are they always doing something fun and exercise related on the weekends? Start to spend more time with that person. See how you can get into their circle. Start inviting them to things or seeing if you can tag along to their usual fitness and health routines. It is 100% true that you become like the five people you spend the most time with. So think about the people in your life that you want to spend more time with and make it happen. Now, if you don't know anybody right now off the top of your head that is really living the healthy lifestyle you strive for, begin to put yourself in uncomfortable positions and meet more people who are. So the obvious places to meet these people are going to be gyms or maybe yoga classes and group fitness studios. In fact, those group fitness studios are incredible because the ones, at least in my area, are always hosting social events for their members. So they'll go out on Sunday and meet for a healthy brunch or they do some sort of activity together where other people can meet each other from different classes. You can also take healthy cooking classes at your local grocery store. You can check out boot camps or look up local nutrition seminars. Find things that you want to stretch yourself in and actually make an attempt to attend and mingle with the people while you're there. Don't be afraid to ask for numbers or to strike up a conversation. It really is worth it because if you can build a strong support system with people who are doing what you want to do, it is a lot easier to reach your goals. Now, I also want to say it can be a little bit hard to schedule time to go out and meet new people. I get it. It's 2019. Our lives are crazy. So you can also start mingling with these people online. Check out online forms. There are tons of different forms and you can look up certain topics and just get in conversations about health-minded things. Now, I will say take a lot of this information you get from online forms with a grain of salt because you never know who's behind the screen and what kind of information they're putting out there. So I would look for areas that are a little bit more support oriented rather than advice unless you know you're getting that advice from a professional. You can also follow Instagram or social media accounts with reasonable and professional health tips. I'm not talking about extreme dieters or people that are pushing restrictive eating or intense exercise that is not manageable from the average person. You want to follow healthy Instagram accounts or social media accounts that don't make you feel bad about yourself but still also motivate you. There are also Facebook groups online where people do a lot of support and collaboration. In fact, I started one called Emotional Eating. So if you are someone who wants to talk more about getting over emotional eating habits, you can go to facebook.com backslash groups backslash emotional eating help and join that group for some more support and get in on some discussion. I will make sure I link that in the box below. Another idea is what you're doing now. Listen to podcasts and watch YouTube videos from health experts and motivational figures. Even if you don't know them in real life and you don't get a chance to spend time with them, at least listening to their content really helps you get into that state of mind and kind of acts like an invisible support system.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. On the flip side, you can also start spending less time with the people who don't support you. And this one is a lot easier said than done. And it could take time and it could take willpower. And some people are really good at just cutting people off in their life, while others of us are not so much. So if there is somebody in your life right now that you can think of that is always bringing you down, maybe they're speaking negatively to you, maybe you tell them about a new health goal you have or any kind of goal in general, whether it's finance or relationship-based, and they are constantly trying to talk you out of it. This is usually because they're just trying to make themselves feel better about their own life choices, and they don't want to be alone in acting a certain way. So a really clear example that I can think of would be if you are telling your best friend how you want to lose 10 pounds the healthy sustainable way that you don't want to go on any extreme diets you just want to start gradually making health changes and she says okay like whatever you're not going to be able to stick to it you always say that blah 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 and she kind of makes you feel bad and makes you feel insecure about your ability to achieve your goals so then a few days go by and you guys decide to meet for lunch and you do your due diligence and you order a really healthy entree it's balanced it's full of nutritious delicious food and you're really looking forward to it and your friend orders her usual I don't know decadent mac and cheese with a soda pop and a brownie on the side and she keeps giving you trouble and saying like oh look at you and your healthy entree I know you want some of this mac and cheese do you want a bite do you want to split my brownie I'm gonna get some more soda oh you ordered water I guess I'll get you a refill of water are you sure you don't want me to sneak you some soda in your water cup Do you know this kind of friend? Do you have this kind of friend? She's trying to make you feel guilty for eating the healthy option to make herself feel better about picking something that isn't so healthy. Not that there's anything wrong with brownies, mac and cheese. It's just a kind of a way to compensate how she feels about her own eating choices when she sees you doing something that is better for your health. So this is where you want to go back to having that conversation. Remember tip one, have a really clear conversation with your friend and say, hey, you know, I told you that I was trying to eat a little bit healthier. It's really important to me and here's why. If you want to keep going out to lunch with me, I want to keep doing that too. I know it's our thing, but this is how I'm going to eat and I would really appreciate it if you don't make me feel bad or you don't try to tempt me with other things. This just isn't in line with my goals right now and if you keep pushing me to do things, I'm going to have to say no to lunch or food outings from here on forth. Basically, you just tell her that you're not going to have this conversation and you're not going to put up with it. It will really strengthen your self-confidence. I know that seems really scary, but imagine how empowering it would feel to have this conversation with someone to put your foot down and tell them, nope, this is how I'm going to eat. You can either take it or leave it, but don't give me shit about doing what I need to do to reach my goals. If she keeps giving you trouble, if this friend makes you feel bad or gives you any kind of back sass, really consider, is this a friend you want in your life? Break it down. Is this person enhancing your life? Are they making it better? Or are they just someone that you hang out with out of obligation? Or maybe you've been friends for so long that you just feel like you have to keep hanging out with them. If that's the case, I want you to know that 
it's okay to let go of old friendships and you don't have to make a whole scene out of it. You can just slowly, gradually back away, start saying no to invitations and start putting yourself into situations with people who are going to support you no matter what you're eating or what you're drinking. I'm not kidding. When people tear you down, it's because of their own insecurities and that stuff rubs off on you whether you know it or not. So whether you're able to give into the temptation, able not to give into that temptation, or you do give into that temptation, I'm telling you, you're going to feel a lot better and you're going to see better results when you start spending less time with the people that influence you negatively. Now, let's say it's somebody in your household that's giving you negative comments, or maybe they're making you feel bad, or they are the ones that you can't really escape, but they are major influencers of your health decisions. So maybe it's someone in your immediate family. Maybe it's someone that you see every single day and can't escape, like a coworker. Well, here's where you're going to start to have to tap into some mental defenses. So my best suggestion for you is to ignore, if possible, But the other suggestion I have that I find to be the most powerful is to flat out tell this person, hey, I love you or hey, I really respect you, but I don't want to have this conversation about my health anymore with you. This is personal to me and my eating choices and my lifestyle is my business. It's not yours. So I am not going to engage in this kind of conversation with you anymore. I hope you understand. That seems kind of scary, but sometimes you have to draw boundaries. And if this, if you're thinking like, oh my gosh, no, there is somebody in my life that I need to have this conversation with, but I don't know how to, here's a question I want you to ask yourself. How important is it to you to achieve your goal? How important is it for you to lose weight or to eat healthier, to get energy back so you can show up as a better mom, a better spouse, a better friend or coworker? Even more so, what's it going to cost you to keep living the way you are? What's it going to cost you to keep giving into temptation or hanging around non-supportive people or giving into those little comments that say, oh, one other bite of this won't kill you or oh, one night out isn't going to be the end of the world. Seriously consider what it's worth and weigh that against the peer pressure. Weigh that against the option of having to have a serious conversation with somebody about how they're influencing your health. If you guys want to talk more about this or if you need specific guidance, I want to be there to help you because I know having this conversation is really hard. I've had to do it a lot of times in my life, especially with friends, especially from friends with college and high school that weren't the best influences. And I've had to have the conversation a lot recently as I have been doing a Sober October slash 90 day alcohol free challenge and some people just don't understand. So I'm getting really good at having these conversations that just outline my boundaries and I'm happy to be there to help you do that. So feel free to send me a direct message. The fastest way to get a hold of me is on Instagram. Our Instagram is at nutrition.awareness. You can also join the emotional eating help group that I mentioned earlier. It is linked in the bio or the show notes of this podcast. Go join it. And if you want help talking out any kind of conversation you need to have with somebody in your life, we will help you there, especially if they're contributing to your emotional eating habits. But those are the tips I have for you today, and I hope that this was helpful, and I would love to answer any more of your questions in further episodes. But for now, I am going to sign off, and I can't wait to talk to you guys on the next episode. Thank you for listening. I hope this episode was helpful. 
For topic requests or to apply to be a featured guest, please email kate at orlandodietitian.com. Want more nutrition awareness? Check out our blog for recipes, nutrition tips and tricks, as well as product recommendations. Our website is www.orlandodietitian.com. Dietitian is spelled D-I-E-T-I-T-I-A-N. This has been Dietitian Kate, and until next time, keep it real, 